This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. In 2003, Nike signed 13-year-old Freddie Adu to a seven-figure contract. But Freddie didn't live up to the hype. He has turned down every single documentary project looking closely at the details of his career. Until now. People are going to look at everything you did because of the hype surrounding your arrival and what they think you can be. I'm Grant Wall, and this is American Prodigy, Freddie Adu, from Blue Wire Podcast. Have you ever been to a volcano? Women with a rugby? You're now listening to Super they are a bunch of guys who ain't never played the game. It's pretty. It's so pretty. We just won a fucking ball. That's what you said, man. I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about Super Hoopers. Welcome to Super Hoopers, inconsequential discussion of the week's NBA news. I'm your host, Matt Hill. With me, as always, John Hill, Dave Feudernick. Happy Friday. Sorry, boys. Uh, I get preferential treatment. I uh, I need my own little corner of the Zoom to stretch before the game. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no problem. It's me. fine. That that Zoom was for um, uh, the later reporters, <laughs> okay. uh, the Super Hoopers. <laughs> All right. Dave needs Matt. Matt just figuring out what the joke was. I figured uh, out the joke. I think our listeners cold. don't. I don't think You're our listeners. Cold. Oh, I'm freezing, dude. It's <laughs> like it's Matt? like 60 degrees down here in L.A. Oh, we. <laughs> Matt's Matt used got to it. a hoodie on yep. and a Chris Evans from Knives Out coat on. <laughs> Knock off. Yeah, I got a, I got a, yeah, I got a coat I, I bought when I was day drunk in Barcelona from like a flea market. Oh, so. God. God. Wow. Yeah, it's a, the collar has its own collar. <laughs> it's it, day drunk in Barcelona. I thought it was a good idea, but uh, too I'm, much sangria. This, this is the second time I've worn it in my entire life. Thirty seconds in, in, talking about Spain. Wow, this yeah, is this might Spain be a new drop. record. This Spain drop. <laughs> Your joke reference though was to Kawhi, I assume. Kawhi yes. demanding preferential treatment from the Clippers, which included um, he lives in San Diego, and, right. and he would be late often because you know the commute from San Diego to LA. Awful. It's not. It's not Notoriously a usual. Terrible. Not not a usual commute that I would say people do. Um, even even in a helicopter, which I believe he was taking copters. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, also notoriously uh, a lot of traffic. On that, yeah, just uh, that course, route. of course, it's like uh, I don't know, over a hundred miles away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Along the most traffic freeways uh, in the in the in in the nation. Um, so there's that. What else yeah. was Kawhi up to? Oh, he was uh, changing, changing, canceling, canceling yeah, practices, canceling, can, canceling practices, <laughs> which later Paul George complained about on a podcast he went on. Paul George went on a podcast and uh, the All the Smoke podcast and like threw Doc Rivers under the bus. One of his complaints was. Uh, not enough practices, which, hey, buddy, yeah, isn't how, that your... Like, uh, how, how horrible does it sound like now, uh, in retrospect, for Doc Rivers all last year? It must have been fucking miserable for him. Yeah. What well, was Paul so George funny is that... also complained that Doc's uh, daughter wouldn't let him cheat on other women. 
yeah, yeah. It's like, like, yo, Doc, terrible coach, no accountability. His daughter yeah. doesn't let me sleep around and get yeah. strippers pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, Doc's the worst. Fuck yeah. out of here, Paul George. Yeah. So lots of Clippers dysfunction. Um, yeah. I guess we could just start there. Yes. Okay. Let's see what else. What else was going on? Kawhi was uh, basically had his own space and was um, oftentimes that space would be the women's locker room or like women's women's staffer women's staffers. Uh, He was stretching out. Yeah. So he'd be stretching out, and if they had to pee, well, too bad. Ever heard of a sink? Um, They'd be like, I have to pee, and be like, Hey, hey, hey! (laughs) (laughs) Not right now. What else was he doing? There's all oh they Paul George and Kawhi would make everyone else speak to the media, um, and then they would speak to the media like an hour after games or something. Yeah, they um, would pretend that they were getting like treatment, but they right, weren't. Right, but they weren't. Uh, maybe that's the reason Paul George was injured the whole year um, and <laughs> didn't show up in the playoff playoffs. <laughs> He's like, I'm yep. pretending really hard to get treatment right now. Um, I'm hiding. I'm hiding I'm in this locker over here. Uh, gosh, what there were so there's so many there's was a, so many things. Um, uh, so, uh, Paul George also complained that uh, Doc Rivers was using him like JJ Redick, uh, um, or like you know, like basically like a shooter, like a Seth Curry type. Right. Um, and then KLC from the Ringer was like, did all show the numbers? He was like, uh, no, no, you weren't. You were no. your your usage and like the way you shot the ball, uh, the way you you know were used on offense was totally different. Um. Paul George also complained that there were no adjustments in the in the in the Denver series. Um, so just a just a lot of dysfunction. Everyone apparently at the Clippers is just annoyed at uh, at Paul George and, and Kawhi Leonard um, for like all their special treatment. But good luck. Oh, and Ty Lu Ty Lu forgot Luke Kennard's name. <laughs> Ty Lu in the interview. <laughs> it's hey. one of one of my all time favorite clips in NBA history. Ty Lu is like. Talking about how bummed they are, that they, how bummed he is they traded uh, Landry Shamet, and he's like, "But we got, um, but we got," uh, and then he puts his hand on his head, and then he tries to pretend the Zoom was breaking up. He's like, "You guys still there?" Uh, uh, and then the reporter's like, "Up, uh, yep, we're still here," and you can hear somebody off camera yelling, "Luke, Luke." Luke. Yeah. <laughs> Ty, Ty Luke. Okay, yeah, okay, it's working again. Yeah, Luke Kennard. Hey, I respect it. I mean, hey. He thought he had to think quick. That was the best he could do. I mean, come on. Yeah. And also, to be, to be fair, like, you know, uh, Luke Kennard, very forgettable. I mean, he's just a white guy. It's like the yeah. most. I knew you. I knew you would love it, Dave. I knew you would love it. Your biases, uh, you know, your biases. Hate, you know, Luke. I hate the whites. You know, yeah, I hate you, the whites. Yeah. I mean, this. I mean, this is cultural erasure. I think this is erasing <laughs> Luke Luke Kennard. <laughs> also, doesn't Ty Lue, uh Why can't he do what I do and just have a tab of ESPN rosters open? Yeah. Ty Lue. I feel like uh, have... me and him relate like bro i can't remember all these names have the roster open Ty Lu, have it on your phone have it have it as your homepage on your phone just the roster you could always refer to it have the stats right there um yeah Uh, doesn't doesn't bode well for uh the uh upcoming season Uh, you gotta you gotta think that the release of this uh article too it's not gonna exactly bring everybody together i mean yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, it just seems like Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are both kind of shitheads, and like they can't really be your your leader type. Like, you know, Kawhi Leonard had trouble in San Antonio. Then he goes to Toronto, where strong culture. That team has a bunch of good guys on there: uh, Lowry, Ibaka, Gasol, 
Um, and not to mention a great show, great coach. And then like, you know, GM and Ujiri. And so he just seems like he's kind of like not your number one leader type. But then you also pair him with Paul George, who is kind of the same way where Paul George kind of has had trouble everywhere he goes. Definitely and, isn't like the alpha. And, and there's like just the, no and, culture. Right. And, and also like the article um, revealed, even if Paul George wanted to take on that role, like Pat Beverly and Lou Will aren't going to listen to him because they're like, the fuck have you done in your career? Like, yes. why are we listening to you? Like, yeah, there you was a lack of a goddamn, You haven't yeah. won a goddamn thing. Yeah, you went out there and called yourself playoff P and then missed a bunch of shots, you know? Right. hit The only thing you're hitting was the backboard. So the side of the backboard. Um, yeah, so I mean, it just doesn't bode well for the Clippers. I mean, you would hope, so you, you know, if you're – you know, if you're a Clipper fan, as I was for about three days, nice. um, you know, you you would hope like, OK, Ty Lue is going to come in here and Ty Lue, he's going to you know change the culture. And he was able to corral, you know, LeBron and and Kyrie. But I don't know. The dude's making up making up Zoom connection issues. <laughs> Can't remember Luke Gennard. Like that doesn't inspire confidence. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, like I said, you'd hope that, you know, there's enough changeover in the players, you know, new leaf. Maybe the embarrassment uh, focuses Kawhi and, and Paul George to recommit. And I just don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to be like, well, this didn't work. Can't wait to you know move on in a year because their contracts are up there after this one. So um, hmm. Good assistant coaches, too, though. I mean, um, Kenny Atkinson. I'm, I'm interested to see, um, you know, maybe Chauncey's like presence like helps, too. Like Chauncey's, Chauncey's a good dude. And I don't know. I don't know. They're, they're going to – they're. They're, the one thing, like, okay, so we could say that obviously there's dysfunction and there's no way that it went away. They also might, like, kind of come together and be, like, motivated that the Lakers are, like, the Lakers won. All the talk now is, like, Lakers, Lakers, still Lakers town. And maybe maybe that brings them together, you know? Maybe all these people saying they're dysfunctional brings them together. Also, it just... I, I agree, and and that, that works for families, right? Hey, your family's really fucked up. You're really fucked up. The family gets together. We got to show I'm, them. We got to show I'm, them. I'm hoping that works for the Clippers and doesn't work for the Nets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the bubble was just such a weird way of playing basketball that just like True. I don't I don't think it's fair to judge, you know much from it i mean i think i think it shows this was going on before the bubble is like with the articles you know like all these issues were happening you know up until march before the pandemic hit oh no absolutely absolutely but i think like whatever happened in the bubble is like i think there's some some stuff you can take away from it like i think you see it the organization like miami who is like built for that is going to exceed Mm um but yeah, I mean, it's also a case of, like, when you get two new great players, sometimes it doesn't work yep. the first year. <clears throat> I mean, LeBron literally didn't make the playoffs his first year as a Laker. Right, um, but then he switched out all the other players. And then he switched out all the players, <laughs> right. and then he got AD, and it worked. Because he's uh, a good GM, unlike MJ. Yeah, LeBron he's a better, the goat. Yeah. LeBron the goat. LeBron the goat. <laughs> um, but, like, we've seen it work. We've seen... You know, Kawhi go to Toronto, a team that was already established, and he just fit in because of, like you said, Matt, the leadership was there and all that stuff. They had a system. And maybe it just right. takes the Clippers a little time to to figure it out. But also, like, you know, it's also like, yo, uh, Lou Will, like, what have you done? 
Like, bro, you're getting paid nine million a year. Well, I mean, you know, <laughs> like, two girls, two girls at the same time. Two, um, well, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, Paul George has sure figured quite, that out. Paul George pretty sure, also, yeah, done that. I'm pretty sure that's that's not like the hardest thing for an NBA player at first. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, that's dude. like at the that's at the rookie orientation. Yeah, yeah. get that out of the way. Um, um, but Paul, yeah, but also like, yeah, I mean, Paul George is, I think, the one, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It just seems like Paul George is the type where it's like when the going gets tough, he just moves on. So I I I I, I hear what you guys I hear your optimism, uh, but it seems to me like these guys are just going to be looking for greener pastures. They'll show up. They'll be like, all right, whatever. You know, they'll get to the playoffs. I mean, they'll make the playoffs, and then you know, once the going gets rough and the playoffs, they'll be like, all right, it was never meant to be. Can't wait to opt out and go. You know, go go to wherever I'm going to go next. The Knicks. I think you know, Kawhi. Well, Kawhi needs to live in San Diego, so he's he's stuck. He's got to be the Lakers or maybe the Suns. Is there, is there a gotta, choppers? Got to move the Clippers back to San Diego. It's official. <laughs> got to wow. move them back. <laughs> I like that move. Move them back. I love I love how San Diego is such a wonderful, great city that they don't even care. It's like they what do they have? They're just the Padres now. I've never Pods. heard anybody from San Diego. What's that? Yeah, yeah, just the Padres. Yeah, just the Padres, right? But and they're crazy. Just, they're crazy about the Padres. I mean, right? But I mean, I don't. I, is San Diego? Everyone in San Diego is like, oh, we lost the Chargers, and back in the eighties, we lost the Clippers. But then they're like, oh wait, we still live in San Diego. So all right, whatever. Yeah. Our lives are <laughs> our lives are point five percent worse. So no big yeah. deal. Yeah, that is true. Like you know, it's like Seattle. Everyone in Seattle's all crying all the time about the Supersonics, you know, because it's you know, yeah, well, what, it's what raining all the time. I mean, yeah, 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 God's crying too. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> in San Diego, you're just like. Well, Whoa, what happened? Well, bro? I guess it might as well either go to the beach like, or, or, like, or Legoland. Both great options. They're like, fuck, first, first we lose Kurt Cobain and then we lose the Sonics. Dude, what's next? Uh, the Kraken? <laughs> we'll see how long the Kraken lasts. Their uh, new NHL team. Okay. Yeah, in San Diego, right. you're just like, <laughs> get that wait, one. do we still have Dan Fouts? <laughs> it's a deep cut for all of for anyone, anyone who's deep old. cut. Matt does not charger? watch football. No, nope. yeah, I don't watch football. I yeah, I tried. I tried to keep up. Apparently, it's like uh, the Denver Broncos didn't have any quarterbacks. I was. I, I, <laughs> oh I, my I, god, amazing, I, I, awful game. Uh, yeah. Also, like yeah. every team is just uh, like housed with cor- uh, coronavirus. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the NBA too. The NBA too. They did the pre preseason testing, and ten percent of the league tested positive. So. Yeah, should we should should we talk about that? Like, uh, so the the um, Christmas uh, and opening night schedules came out. Sure. How, how long until uh, games start getting canceled because of uh, the virus? I don't think I don't think they're going to cancel any games. So I don't. I mean, I you don't think I don't, so. I, you would have to have a good percentage. You'd have to have like six or seven players. I think. Um, I think which, that's possible, dude. I think it's it very was. possible, it, especially if they're traveling together and hanging out yeah. together. Like that's actually very like, possible. Okay, so well, the clearly, uh, let clearly, me, let, let me rephrase: How long until the Rockets have to cancel games because they all go to the same strip club? Yeah, <laughs> the Rockets. The Rockets are the team, but so I mean, just if you just add up the numbers, so like during the during the uh, whatever during during um, the initial in March. It was I don't know how many. It was like a ten percent of the league then or something, or maybe twenty percent. And then before the bubble, it was like another ten percent. And then now it's another ten percent. So you know maybe. Yeah, but the virus is worse now than it was then. 
but maybe, uh, maybe I mean, maybe we got herd immunity in the league. Maybe I think I think if you add it all up, <laughs> fifty or sixty percent of the league has had it. Oh, so. should we got Dr. Scott Atlas on the pod? Welcome, to, uh, Dr. Scott Atlas. <laughs> is that is that Trump's doctor or something? <laughs> yeah, or? yeah. Okay. The radiologist was like, oh, herd immunity. Actually, that, that, yeah, we're gonna it, get it. It would actually. Work. Well, I mean, herd immunity. I mean, herd immunity is like a real. You know, it is a real concept. But I it mean, would actually make so much sense if they had uh, Dr. Hill, an economist, talking about the virus. No, I'm he's like, a doctor. I'm, you got to trust I him. I feel like I feel like with my current hair and the jacket I'm wearing, I could be on CNN as one of Trump's doctors. Like I think if you <laughs> put me on CNN right now as like a Trump Trump doctor, I would I, say more like Infowars probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah maybe yeah. not mainstream TV. I mean, well, but I mean, maybe, there's, uh, there's, yeah, there's Joe, some, Joe Rogan's pod. Yeah, there's some I mean, checks and balances on TV. I mean, come on, like, like but seriously, like you could 60, you could be on Giuliani's team. Fifty percent sure. of the league has probably had the coronavirus, right now. I, we, we still we one thing we don't know is if you can get reinfected with the chronic so you may you may be able to like get it again or something so I think people but, have but it's in, in exceptionally rare I'll, I've, I've had several students tell me that they've had it three or four times so but I mean that <laughs> those three or four times could well, coincided that, with the homework assignments yeah, being due say, like, so that could I don't know I don't know if there's science going on there yeah. but uh, so yeah professor I, yeah, I got it again not gonna do that <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way is that the new move like if, if someone uh, Dude, there you, is you because... ask a girl out on a date or something and she's like ah oh, no no I got I got corona get away from me <laughs> The universities are being very lenient, so it's like there's not much we could do. So yeah, but yeah, it's, it's a tough time. It's a tough time. Um, yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I don't. I don't. I. I. I yeah. If the team, if there is a team that's going to get, um, is going to, uh, you know, lose all their players, it probably is the Rockets. Uh, you're right. You're right. But hasn't Harden? Didn't Harden have it already? Didn't Harden have yes, it? Yes. Yeah, and Westbrook. Harden. They both had it, right? Not, yeah, that, and then, not, not that that matters now because he's. And I would, I would, I, I, I would wager John Wall has has probably had it too. Yeah, he's right? been having like coronavirus like parties, like big parties. Right. Yeah. So were they were they actually coronavirus parties, or they just parties where coronavirus spread? Well, I don't, it? I don't know if it's spread, but like he's like had like house parties with like a bunch of people over. Like, come on. Wow. All come right. On now. Which uh, you know bodes well for uh, his health, and uh, I'm 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 sure he'll he'll uh, play a lot next season. So, yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah, we should probably talk about yeah, the biggest news this? of the day. Yeah. yeah, John Wall, John Wall for Russell for Russell Westbrook um, with Washington sending a first round pick. Although the pick is pretty protected, I think it's like yeah, it's lottery protected. Then it's like top twelve, top. then it's top eight or something. Basically, the the best it could be, I think, is a number nine pick. So, yeah. And the worst, know, you, worst it could be is like two second rounders. Two seconds. It reverses yeah. two seconds. What did you guys think of this trade? Because I think I've probably changed my opinion on the trade multiple times since since it was announced a couple days ago. I mean, I I I know John feels the same way. I think Russell Westbrook will play and John Wall won't. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end of the day, I think the Rockets win because they get a first round pick out of it. You know. I, and they're they're going to be low on assets until they get rid of Harden if they get rid of Harden. So they get an asset. Yeah, I mean, for me, I initially with the trade, I, th- I thought, oh, this is a clear win for the Rockets. But the more I thought about it, I'm like, I, I'm kind of positive, which sounds crazy because both these players are whatever on on the downslope. They both have awful, awful contracts. It's the exact mm-hmm. same contract. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, they're going to be paid three years from now. They're going to be getting paid like almost 50 million dollars. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, it's it. They're just both terrible contracts that both teams had. But from each team's perspective, I kind of like it because if you're the Rockets, you know. Whether you trade Harden or not, there was an untenable situation where Westbrook didn't show up for camp. It was whatever, all this drama. He didn't play well in the bubble. You know, whether that's because of he he's declining or whether that's just a specific injury issue or related to COVID. Um, who knows? But he's not gonna be a positive player for you. Um, and you're gonna be stuck with that contract. So to swap him out for another guy who may not be positive, it's like, well, okay, you already have that, but at least you get a first round pick. And maybe, also maybe Wall, we don't know, like he hasn't played in however many years, two years or something, but maybe he puts it all together and is something, and then you can flip him for, for something else, or maybe he's just, maybe, maybe you keep Harden and maybe it works. Probably not, but it wasn't going to work anyways. And at least now you got the first round pick for rebuilding. From Washington's side, Beal and Wall had run its course. The rumors were Beal, was, they didn't like each other. I think they even said as much. We don't need to like each other off the court. Um, I, it was rumored that Beal was not happy with John Wall's behavior kind of this summer. He didn't really think Wall was taking rehab seriously. And so you move you move Wall, um, keep Beal happy. Westbrook, again, Westbrook's probably on the, on the decline, and Westbrook you know, has is terrible efficiency, takes a ton of bad shots, but he's better than John Wall. And so you know, maybe you could put something together this year. And again, you only gave up a, a, a pick, which is not going to be a good pick. Um, or you've protected as such where it's not going to be a good pick. Um, and it's the same thing. It's the same bad contract. It's just you kind of you're just kind of like swapping problems. And yeah. it probably doesn't work for both teams, but it definitely wasn't going to work the other way. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of times in life, and I think, you know, it's particularly in basketball situations like this is there's no good answer. You know, you, right. you, you right. have a problem and there's no good answer, or easy way out of it. And especially in basketball, when you're locked in to certain rules of like, you know, you can't just like not pay John Wall the money. You know what I mean? You're, you're kind of stuck. So you're basically just reshuffling the deck and hoping something comes out of it. And I think both mm-hmm. teams did it. And I think both teams are probably still are obviously in a bad situation, but still better than they were. Because of exactly what you said, Matt. Like, yeah. Yeah. John Wall's bad, but we, maybe he's better in Houston. Russell Westbrook is a pain and has to be, you know, not great with Harden. Maybe it works with Beal. Probably not. But yeah, I mean, both I mean probably is not. But low, low probability of success in both cases, I'd say. Yeah. But higher I, than what they had before. I think there'll be much more dysfunction in Houston than there will be in Washington. <laughs> I, I, I 100% agree. And I think, though, I actually think Washington might be pretty good. Not like, no. not good, I I see, good. But like, make the, I think they make I think the playoffs. I think yeah. they're fighting for the playoff spot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. The East, which is like, uh, yeah. I don't know, a participation trophy. So, yeah. Uh, but I mean, but we're, like, if you didn't make the playoffs last year, you might, you know what I mean? Like, like that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, yeah. you're doing nothing. There was no way out. There was no way they were going to compete. And I think at yeah. least Westbrook. And the thing about Westbrook is he plays really, really hard. He's a really good guy. I mean, you don't really get off the court issues with him minus teammate stuff. And like, maybe that's what you need if you're the Wizards. You yeah, know, my my concern with him is just kind of hijacks your offense. I mean, Houston basically had to reorient their entire team personnel last year to fit it towards Westbrook. 
Um, but it, it worked for them. They were really good before the bubble. And he was yes. playing really, really well. Yes, but I, I worry about the sustainability, and Washington's not going to do that. We're not, they're not going to rework their entire team around Westbrook. And I just I wonder how long Westbrook can stay happy where you know, he has to share the spotlight a bit with Beal. Um, but, but why wouldn't you rework your team around Westbrook if you're the Wizards? Well, because you got Bradley Beal. Like, and you still that wanna... couldn't get you in the playoffs in the East. All right. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? And you have Scott Brooks, who coached Westbrook. He knows him well. <laughs> who, who, who kowtowed to Westbrook's every whim. Yeah, he, he, he can, he, he can, yeah, he could uh, supplant himself and, yeah. and just do whatever Westbrook but, says. But, I mean, he's got to do whatever John Wall says. You know what I mean? So, like, eh. like roll the dice again and maybe it works out. Yeah, again, I think I think we're just circling back to what we said before. Low probability of working out, but better. <laughs> you were stuck with a terrible contract. Now you're just stuck with a different terrible contract. I think but. I think it I think it works out better for Washington than Houston. That, I mean, it yeah, depends. I would agree. That's my I would feeling. Agree. It depends on what we mean. Work out better. Both these teams well, are, you get are not team, winning. You get a team that's like uh, in Washington that will I I think probably make the playoffs at the very least the playing game. I mean, come on, like yeah. they'll, they'll be better. They'll, than, they'll have more wins they'll, than last year. Yes. And which keeps Beal happy. And they feel like they won that trade because they're at least like functioning at a semi-normal level. I yeah. think Houston could be really, really, really um, messy. <laughs> but, Okay, if I'm going to be critical, if I'm going to switch my position on this trade again and be critical of it, um, both these teams should be rebuilding. Um, you know, you're correct. not winning. Yes, the, you're, correct. You're yeah, not. Correct. You're not going to. You're not winning the title in either scenario in the next four to five years in either of these teams. So you should kind of switch to rebuild mode. So Washington getting Westbrook and going for the eight seed is not necessarily what they should be doing. They should be saying, "Look, this sure. thing has run its course. Let's go. Let's 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 switch to asset accumulation mode." For a few years, um, and kind of getting Westbrook, getting Westbrook forestalls that. With Houston, maybe maybe actually it's good for them because they go, all right, well now now we're going to trade Harden, get as much as we can for Harden, and kind of, you know, roll you know roll with that. So I don't know. So you're for saying T- John Wall T- T- ain't doing that. So you're yeah. saying John Wall helps for the tank. Helps for the tank. Got yeah, it. yeah. Okay. So it's better yeah, to I have mean, John Wall because you'll be bad. Yeah. Westbrook's going to win too. We many games I, for you. honestly, I don't okay. even remember what I thought of John Wall because he hasn't played in like two years. Actually, I do. I remember not liking him because I remember there were a lot of rumors that Lakers were going to trade for him uh, right before he got injured. Like, cause that was the year the Lakers were sucking and they had LeBron and Wall is a clutch guy, I believe. Um, and so there was a lot of rumors that, Oh, the Lakers might, might get him. And I was just like, Oh, that'd be awful. So I think, I think John Wall has his moments, but so even, even at his peak, he's not, he's not really helping you. Um, I, I mean, the rumors are that the Rockets are going to trade Harden, or like, I mean, I, the, the the noise from Houston is like, hey, we're going to try to make this a go, but then I don't know. It seems like there are whispers that they are they are going to move him. So I don't know. Either way, the Rockets go. I think if they go into the season with Harden, um, they probably aren't going anywhere, and they'll end up trading him. Or if they trade him, obviously they're already in reset mode. So I think I think they will end up in reset mode or asset accumulation mode. You know, by the end of the year. I could see that. At least the um, trade deadline. Yeah. Because I I think the big thing for them is they need to see, they need to be on the market and see what else is happening. You know what I mean? Like, and see what other teams are willing to offer 
and what they need. And and as we've seen time and time again, you know, off season brings desperation. You got like Drew <laughs> Holiday. Yeah, I was gonna say if you could yeah. get the Drew, if you could, you should Gordon be able Hickard. to. You should be able to get the Drew Holiday package for Harden. I mean, if, if Harden literally got traded for that, I would have been like, okay, great trade. Wow, you got a lot. <laughs> you got a lot for like, for the for the true. MVP. Like uh, I remember so, when yeah, last year I was saying like they should trade Drew. They should trade Drew and rebuild and start over and stuff. And look, I was probably wrong. They waited and somehow they got, got more. five fucking first. They're three first. Same, and, hey, that's the same thing I said about AD. You should have traded them at the deadline, and then they waited and probably got more. And uh, they got yeah. more. So, yeah. True. So like maybe you know maybe they need to hire David Griffin to uh, to run the run the Harden trade. Maybe they need to see if <laughs> see if it, see if they can Fiverr him up. See if he's on Fiverr to just just you know <laughs> do a little bit of GMing uh, for you. Actually, we should do that. We should put an ad on Fiverr. Hey, we will run your NBA team for five dollars. Um, <laughs> if anybody needs that, you know, Sacramento looking at you, uh, if anybody needs that, maybe, uh, uh you know, maybe note, we, we, we are do. not Vladi Divac. Yeah. <laughs> Just to be clear, we keep getting messages. Yep. We are not Vladi. Yeah. That would stick to our brand of, uh, doing a really good job at something for not a lot of money. We, <laughs> yes. Hey, we should, we should, we should put that on, uh, on, on Fiverr. Or, you know, maybe Indeed.com because 2020 has reshaped yes. how we work and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Indeed is the number one job site in the world. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account anytime. No long-term contracts. And now Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job criteria that you can contact the moment you sponsor a job, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job posts, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere. Go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Offer valid through December 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Okay. All right. So cool. maybe we can get on there, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Become GMs. Breaking news. Uh, Sixers first game. Wizards. Really? Wow. Yeah. Embiid and, <laughs> Embiid and Westbrook back at it. Let's do it. Embiid and Westbrook and maybe Harden. Wow. Does wow. the league... Does the league know something we don't? Does the league know that Harden will be on the Sixers by that point and getting uh, getting a Harden Westbrook uh, versus each other would be? Uh, oh, I thought you were going to say Harden and uh, uh, Bartans. Harden, Bertans. 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 Yeah. <laughs> Do they have beef? I don't know. I just. Uh, I like you know. Bertans. I like Bertans. Yeah, he's a good shooter. I was. Yeah. Uh, I was actually uh, kind of wanted the Knicks to go after him, but not for that money. Yikes. Or maybe should you be a Washington fan, Dave? Look at the. I mean, everybody I likes Beal. Everyone likes Beal. Uh, let me go through their players. Beal, Rui Hachimura. Gotta love, lo- you gotta love, love your Rui. Rui. Um, I mean, great name. Bertans. Don't Bertans. Don't really um, particularly enjoy watching him play basketball, but great name. Um, but watch him Bert- on Terrace House on Netflix and yeah. 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 <laughs> but, right. Bertans basically plays the way you do um, in pickup. Yes, but, what, but also white. Don't forget. Oh no! But does Europeans, Europeans count against your band? You're, you're right. Fair, Europeans fair, fair. different. That's different. No, is, you know. You know how I feel about Luca. You know I love Luca. That is true. So if it's if Europeans it's straight different. from the source, it's okay. But American whites get out of here. Yeah. Unless, out of here. unless it's like Perzingis or some other scum, you know. Like. 
um, but most importantly, do it. Do they not have Denny? Do they, do they not have your man? They Denny? do. They do. Fuck. Oh, you, you know what? Snaps. Westbrook. Wow. You always love. You're always Matt, defending Westbrook in the chat. You're always like Westbrook's a great dude. Uh, didn't yeah, he like steal I'll, people's chairs in in uh, in in OKC? I don't know how great of a dude he is. He yeah, always dude, is mad yeah, at the yeah, media. I, no, I, I, hey, I respect a guy who needs to sit down because as somebody who likes to sit. No, no, he I respect it. Oh, OK. Oh, yeah. He stole the chairs from the media. <laughs> so he forces the media to stand. Well, he, OK. All right. All right. You respect the also, prioritizing uh, your you know, sitting. The, also, you try dealing with the media, right? And all kinds of bullshit about you. I, I would make them stand too. fuck them. Hey, okay. man, I, I was in that media scrum and also a game. He answered our questions very, very politely and nice. Oh, See? really? OK. Yeah, OK. The, John, you know, a lot of John these... no, notoriously uh, was was Westbrook for uh, Halloween one year. Yes. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Blackface. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did blackface and everything. Yeah. No, no. John just wore a Ninja Turtles mask. He really, he really went all out. <laughs> Turtle uh, face. Listener note, Turtle I face. did not do blackface. Okay. Just, just, right. just to make no. sure. All right. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, it was more like an Auburn. It was like okay. a light Auburn. Yeah. It was just it was the like photographer uniform. I think the makeup said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just Sharpie. I, just straight I, Sharpie. I, all right. I will clarify, I'm trying not, I'm trying I, not I, to I edit. Love, I'm trying not to edit that podcast. I love, yeah, you can leave that. Yeah. I love I said Westbrook. I, uh, I love Westbrook's personality, though. Like, uh, he's awesome. He's awesome. Westbrook's don't, don't love his Don't love his game. Don't okay. love his game. All right. Okay. Well. All right. Well, I'm just letting you know the Wizards are available to root for if you sh- if you choose to jump ship from the Knicks. Um, although the Knicks, no thanks. Obi Toppin apparently breaking Ooh, like wowing. athletic. He's wowing in practice. He's breaking some sort of like athletic uh, records or something. I don't know how they measure that. He apparently is off the charts and athletic. Wait, was that for the Senior Olympics? Is he the for his age? For his for his age age group, the record. Yeah, for somebody above sixty, it's very impressive what he can do. It was him and Channing Fry competing. Him, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mock Mood. Yeah. How dare you? Uh, I yeah, I don't know. I'm excited. As long as I don't have to watch him play defense, my man's gonna fucking cook this season. He's gonna cook. Dude, what? he's going to be a fan favorite. He can rent you a car at his age <laughs> and uh, drive all the young kids around, you know? Right, 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 right. John John acting like uh, MB doesn't have the body of a 55-year-old. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, MB's showing up with a walker. Yeah. I can't wait for the, the, the first game, uh, Sixers versus Knicks, when uh, Toppin uh, just – Destroys Embiid's career, just dumps okay, on well, him. I mean, how's he going to? How's he going how's how's to do that when Embiid's going to be on the bench? That's all I, that's all I know. In a suit. So. Yo, the plus minus on top in a versus Embiid is going to be outstanding. Right, right, right. <laughs> well, um, see. Let's see. Any other news? Any other news? Anything you guys are excited about? Lakers uh, locking up uh, LeBron and AD. Uh, AD, I think, signed a four-year deal. LeBron, I think, a two-year extension past next year. So whatever. Yep. Great job. Great job, Lakers. Great job. Good job, Lakers. You're going to be really good. To be exceptional. Have you guys uh, heard this thing about how um, LeBron, I mean, who knows if it's true, but he signed a two-year deal because in two years, Bronny will be in the league. Bronny. Well, it's a two-year extension, so I think he still has one more year left, and then it's two years after that, so I don't know. Yeah, Yeah, or whatever whatever his contract, whatever it is, his contract ends. He is waiting. He's lining lining himself up for Bronny's uh, draft. 
Okay. Well, great. great. How well, funny would it be if they went? I to mean, like, I guess like look, if some if, random if, like Orlando or like the well, Kings. if 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 Leangelo Ball can get signed, I'm pretty sure <laughs> a team is going to sign a uh, Bronny. So yeah, Yo, do, Pist- Pistons. Oh, what? No one. Jeez, what are they no, also doing? No. Okay. <laughs> like what, what what is going on with the, is it some sort of science like it's like they it's like it's like a mad scientist or some sort of weird experiment they also got josh I mean, jackson um, i mean you you've, you've seen the little caesars commercials you know they you know I, the, those are weird i mean maybe little caesars has some kind of control over like what they're doing or something did i did i ever tell the story about i i was once surfing with this guy who had a tattoo on his arm of the little caesar the little caesar logo guy and the little Caesar logo guy was smoking you like Caesar? a mat. You know, like the whatever little Caesar with the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little yeah Caesar, Caesar. but little he's Caesar. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. he's you a know, little version of him. And you know, yeah. like in the old commercials, that little the logo would be like pizza, pizza. Yeah. So, yes. but in, in this guy's tattoo, he's smoking a blunt, and then in, it says blunt, blunt, like in uh, whatever. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I was like in sixth grade, and I was just like, I think that's a terrible tattoo. Like I don't know, but I. I think that's a terrible tattoo to have, but mm. surprised was... he wasn't saying turkey, turkey, and, re- and showing <laughs> his revealed preference. That guy, that guy grew up to be Guy Fieri. That guy, that guy grew up to be Scott Atlas. Um, <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know why he was like my. It was like a friend of. It was like my friend's dad's friend or something. I, I don't know. Things are hey, wild. Uh, Things are wild props, back in my youth. Props to Levar though. Got all three of his sons into the all NBA. The I mean, oh, you God. know what? Actually, I bet you they're paying Detroit under the table to take Leangelo so yeah. they can have all. Yeah, that's probably what that's probably what's going on there. I mean, so. really, 2020, the year of the grift, right? Yeah. Lavar, Lavar's up there. Yeah. So good. Just, just grifting left and right, Lavar. If if LaMelo Ball turns out to be a bust, as we all suspect, it will be an all-time grift because yeah. he— he it wasn't like he was a top five pick going into this year. Like everyone thought he'd be like in the teens or like the twenties. You know, everyone thought he'd be drafted back. In the no, day, no, no, no. I feel like he him. was kicked around at least top ten. I mean, he, well, yeah. whatever. After yeah. basically after they went and scouted him in Australia, they were like uh, after Javoni went over there and you know uh, took the briefcase from Lavar. Yeah, he was like, oh, top five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, top five, top five. That's what started it all. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like yeah. ever before. Right. Before the Australian League started, I don't think he was in the top five. I think he was in the teens. No, in like, I think in, he was. Uh, we gotta look. We gotta go back. But the problem is, all these draft guys change their boards after the fact to make themselves look better. So it's mm. we're gonna have to find the actual draft boards to see where he was. I my recollection is that he wasn't, but I could be wrong. Obviously, it's happened three well, times before. M- MJ um, st- MJ stay losing. I mean, my god. But my point is to somehow hype Lamelo up where he was the what was he the third pick? Um, mm-hmm. Yes, and. To hype him up, and everyone thinks he's actually going to be good. We, we all know he's going to bust out. To get Leangelo a contract, um, to somehow, in retrospect, get Lonzo uh, to get Lonzo all the way to the number two pick. It's like all time, all time from Lafar. So, but Lonzo earned it. No, I, I know, I, I know. I was kind of, no, I was being I facetious, but yes, Lonzo, by all statistical indicators, should actually should have been the first pick in that draft, um, and was incredible in college. Um, yeah, but, wild. Yeah. Crazy. Out. Hey, not, get not, that not money. The pros. Although, get that money, Lavar. Make sure, yeah, make sure uh, Allen isn't touching that money. 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Former yeah. Felon Allen. Uh, Former guy, Felon. guy I met and hung out with for multiple hours. Oh, was he cool? Was he cool? Though? He, was very, he was quiet and, and cool. Uh, you know, he asked for our social security numbers, which was a little right. weird. It's but a little like, strange. But, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, things were good. Things are good. Right. Yeah. Okay. Very polite. Um, all right. Shall we do some get at me, dog? Get at me, dog. Get at me, dog. Get at me, dog. Yeah, get at me, dog. Return. Get at me, dog. The, it's the, been a while. Return, the return of get at me, dog. But before get at me, dog can return, I got to tell you that football is back, too. Football is back <laughs> in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you could still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win this season from game spreads to totals. Team player coaching props. I don't even know what a coaching prop is. Like how many times they're going to throw the challenge flag or something. I don't know. I don't know how football works. Um, can you bet on who will be the, the Broncos QB? Is that a thing? You can get on on the season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, divisions, etc. Head to bet online today. Take full advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word, BetOnline your online sportsbook experts. All right, get at me, nice. dog. The return. Tyrese Maxey was Ooh. the gentleman we chose. Mm. So I was. I went on Tyrese Max. I, I made my uh, triumphant return to Twitter just to do this little game. Um, still looks like a hellfire. Uh, <laughs> still not going back permanently. Um, still got the protected tweets. Still got the lock on lock next to my name. Uh, I don't even know what that does, but I just assume it makes things more secure. Yeah, um, sure. Anyways, I go to Tyrese Maxey's page, and there's a video of him talking about being drafted by the Sixers and how he wakes up at 6 a.m. So I immediately seized upon that, and I tweeted at him, Tyrese Maxey gets up at 6 a.m. That's three hours before LaMelo does. Lock to be a superstar in the NBA. Should have gone in the lottery. <laughs> Hashtag we eaten worms. You know, early bird gets the worms. So, oh, sure. I like that. Oh, we eat like worms. That. We eat nice. worms. So we eat worms. Oh. So yeah, it's uh, okay. Let me just check if that's trending on Twitter. Uh, the we eat worms. We okay, worms. let's see. Looks uh, like there's one tweet with it. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, it's my tweet. All right, oh, go okay. ahead. Guys. Oh, god. Could be marijuana gummy worms. Could be. I think no, marijuana's true. trending today. We'll, we'll get to that in shout outs. Yep. I uh, I also went to his Twitter account. Real boring. Um, he wasn't really. As active as John made it out to be. <laughs> I, I saw him retweet someone. He he did retweet like one person that like like included him in a tweet like like six days ago or something. Anyway, I was like, well, our time for return. I, I got to just go Photoshop, baby. Give the do people what my, they want. Give the people what they want. And by people, I mean three of our avid listeners. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I said, um, since Chuck E. Cheese filed for bankruptcy, I think Tyrese Maxey should take over the business and change it to Maxey Cheese. <laughs> Make it happen, Tyrese. And then I put a bunch of goat and uh, pizza emojis, and I made a, a Photoshop of his face over uh, Chuck E. Cheese's, uh, you know, body, and I, I made a little, uh, you know, a little sign on the uh, restaurant that said Maxey Cheeses. Maxey hey. Cheeses. Strong. I saw that he had retweeted his mother who's on mm. Twitter. So I uh -oh. went that route. Uh-oh, John. Yep. So I said, Maxi Denise, welcome to the Sixers family. What kind of player are we getting in your son at Tyrese Maxi? He really at the gym at 7 a.m. like he says. 
And I purposely made it 7 a.m. because I was hoping he would be like, nah, I'm there at 6. Mm. That was my strategy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, well, kind it, of cop vibes. Kind of cop vibes, John. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, sound man. like the hey. police a little bit. But, yeah, you hey, know. man. Hey. You get your mom tweeting at someone, he might retweet. Yeah. You know. True, true, true. Mm-hmm. Good effort. Good Anybody effort. get any likes, retweets, whatever? Nah. Nope. 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 Uh, Chuck E. Cheese like your tweet, Dave, or no? No. No, I decided not to. Uh, ta- I was going to tag them, and then I was like, no, I, th- I feel like he would be more likely to like it if they weren't involved in the tweet. Okay. What's so the little rat's not- name? Is the rat name Chuck E. Cheese? Think, yeah, the, rat's, the rat is Chuck. At the rat is Chuck? Okay. It's Chuck right. E. Cheese. Okay, yeah. yeah. Chuck. Chuck and Edwin Cheese. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Chuck uh, eating cheese, his middle name. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. I don't All right. Know. Used to love Chuck E. Cheese as as a boy. So sure. I don't yeah, think sure. I've ever been to Chuck E. Cheese. Oh, really? Wow. You never, never uh, played the games. Never went to a pizza party there. You know, you never had any friends when you in between the ages of six and eleven, John. <laughs> no, not really. No, we had a thing called Sahara Sam's. Which okay, was like right. this is Philly. Oh, this God. is Philly. So you had a thing called <laughs> yeah. Dumpster Dave's where the game is who can get out of the dumpster alive. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You had to actually like hit actual rats in the yeah, head. They, like the, bop it, the bopping game. The, like, the bop it was played with a <laughs> yeah, shiv and the, yeah. uh, <laughs> and the little things that popped out were your organs. Yeah. So, yeah. And then my mom ate the rats. <laughs> I don't know. Uh... I think, you know, I feel like maybe I did go once, but I don't remember. It wasn't uh, we, like a thing. It wasn't like what we did. Um, before the pandemic, we were going, we were taking the the kid. The kid loved Chuck E. Cheese. So. Mm, mm. Yeah, but Chuck E. Cheese, Pretty probably classic. not the best, of course, of course. Uh, not I mean, the best place to go during a pandemic. So <laughs> No, definitely not. It's like, it uh, was already pretty disgusting and disease-ridden before. Uh, yes. So, yeah. Yes. But real fun, real fun. Now that now that I go there with money with the kid, a lot of fun. You could spend like twenty dollars, yeah. and you're there for like two hours playing video games. So. Because they sell, they sell beer at Chuck E. Cheese. That's that's the they secret. Do. When when you get older, you realize that that's why parents took you there because they could drink. Right. Yep. 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 Um. All right. Uh, shout out some beefs. Shout out some beefs. Shout out some beefs. Hey, shout out to James Harden. Ooh, He's ooh. opening a fine dining restaurant in Houston. <laughs> yes. So. <laughs> so. Grand opening, gonna... grand closing. <laughs> yeah, to you. Uh, in the back, is there a tunnel that leads to the unemployment office? Because it's like... <laughs> it's the same tunnel uh, that the strippers come in. It's, it's a right, back right, right. Pass them. <laughs> you pass them on the way. Yeah, they go to unemployment, collect unemployment, and yeah. then collect... Right. A, yeah. Uh, something tells me that's not going to be long. Uh, it's not not the best business pro- proposition. But shout out to him for, you know, I'm sure this was in the works before he demanded a trade out of there. So, Sure. Other shout-outs and beefs, guys? Uh, yeah, shouting out. Um, did you guys watch the latest shop with uh, LeBron Maverick and President Obama? I did, I did not. not yet. No. Oh, uh, really good because, I mean, fucking Obama's so good on camera. Right, because uh, one, one out of those three is, uh, is great. It's very good. Yep. It's very good, yeah. Um, but a couple things that I thought was interesting um, – Obama was talking about getting older, mm-hmm. right? Just in life. And he was like, uh, LeBron, you don't age. He says, uh, you made a deal with the devil to be young. He said, something ain't right. Oh. I'm wondering if oh. it's, uh, Barry, Obama Barry, knows come on, about Barry. HGH. 
Come is on, Barry. Is this one of those Q drops? drops? Is it a Q drop? Is he is he letting the world know that uh, something yeah, ain't right, folks? Yeah, Barry, you're so you're supposed to keep the the aliens and uh, and LeBron's HGH a secret. I come, come on, on. Barry. Come on, Barry. You kept the aliens a secret, and you're smoking a secret for eight years. <laughs> you can't, you got, dude, yeah. dude was dude was uh, down on a pack a day in the White House with the Secret Service around. He can't keep the HGH under wraps. Come on, come on. Like, yeah, come, come on, on Barry O. Um, another thing that's I found what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> I try. I try to remember my. It's been so long. I used to. I used to be able to do a Barack. I can't. I don't know if I could do it. Um, oh, LeBron. Oh, an, another. Uh, you're using the HGH. Oh, sorry, that's terrible. That's terrible. <laughs> oh shit! No, no. Oh no. Another. Well, you're editing this spot. I might want to edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is not that offensive about it. Besides, it's just terrible. Terrible impression. <laughs> Very, yeah, and very embarrassing. Okay, all right, sure. Um, <laughs> another thing that was really funny, really, really funny, is LeBron was, they were talking about voting, obviously, and, and uh, you know, during the bubble, um, you know, Milwaukee was trying to, was basically, you know, boycotted, and they talked about how LeBron, Carmelo, CP3, Russ, and I'm forgetting maybe one other person, and they basically got on a conference call with Obama. You know, I think it was Sam Decker. And Sam Decker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Decker. Uh, what was the other uh, guy? Uh, Luke something? Luke? Uh, sorry, uh, you're breaking, you're breaking uh, up. <laughs> Who was the white guy? Was it Doug McDermott? Was it Luke Kennard? Um, but he said, he was like, you know, this year, my mom called me after voting. And she was like almost in tears. And she was so proud to vote. And I think that was the first time my mom voted, LeBron said. And it was all like, everyone's like, oh, that's amazing. He was like, yeah, she don't really talk about voting, but I think it was the first time. But I was like, wait, LeBron's mom didn't vote for Obama? <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> yeah. He yeah. Been, been like... basically say to, to Obama, hey, buddy, wife didn't vote for you the first time. Didn't vote for you the second time. But uh, didn't vote for Hillary. But, but yeah. Joe Biden? Joe Biden, Joe she's Biden into. Joe Biden was the she's one? She's into. Yeah. Okay. All right, LeBron. Kind of, kind of dry snitching on his mom there too. Maybe that was it. As it got back. The HGH is yeah. a back and forth thing. Yeah. But uh, hey, good episode. Check it out. Really good. Uh, I'll, I'll probably skip it. I'll, I, I like right. to skip the shop, but I think she, uh, she, she wrote in Delonte West's name. Uh, dude, dude, Dave, Dave, <laughs> Dave, <laughs> Dave. You said that so you had to edit Dave. it. Dave. <laughs> Dave, I deliberately, I would deliberately was not making that joke. Deliberately not making the joke. Okay. I was waiting for you to I make was, it. I was, I just, it was taking every ounce of my will. Okay. Oh, her real problem. I'm not editing that out, Dave. I'm not editing it out. The first man. Okay. Hey. I'm not editing it out. The Bronx first man. Anyway, uh, that's a, you know, that's a good seg. Uh, shout out to Delonte West, uh, you know, re rehabilitating his, his life and, uh, and shout out to, to Mark Cuban for, you know, helping his re rehabilitation. Looks like he's doing Ooh. well. Looks like he's doing well, man. Ooh. Wow, that's a good one. Oh, wow. God. <laughs> a lot of people in the in the Patreon group chat going to be talking about that one. Oh, well. No doubt. No Ooh. doubt. All right. All right. Oh, man. Wow. You guys anything got else? Any, anything I else? I, uh, can I that. ask you guys? You know, then we're at the end of the podcast, so I can, I can, I can. I can derail us for a second. Yes. What do you What do you guys think about John Belushi? Oh, love him. Are you asking? Because I still haven't watched the doc on Showtime. So it's, it's yeah, because the they. So there was a there was a doc on Showtime which I didn't watch, but I listened to the Bill Simmons interview about it, and they talked about this book Wired, 
by Bob Woodard, which is like this uh, biography of, of uh, Belushi. So I mm-hmm. picked up Wired, and I've been reading it, and I've been enjoying, really, really loving the book. Um, but I never really, I was, <laughs> this may shock listeners, I was too young to like have seen any of Belushi's <laughs> stuff. Like I never saw him in what? any of his movies. Um, what? You didn't watch like Blues Brothers? I, 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 watched, I mean, I watched, like, I watched Animal House like way later. Watch- like I watched Animal like- House when I was like 25 or something like that. Yeah, and Animal House. I mean, a- Animal House is great, but like Blues Brothers I- is one of the best comics ever because it's also like the music is fantastic like it's a great like yeah. it's so well done like it's so i've never seen blues brothers and then oh. so i went on you, i went yo, on you are crazy i went on youtube and i was like watching some of his old snl stuff and i just like didn't get it i was like this just seems like humor from like a different era like i just don't find any of this funny yo, spo- and I don't find- spoiler alert it is <laughs> no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, like it wasn't my reaction wasn't that this was bad. It was just like I'm not. I don't have the proper context. Like, you know, humor is very much like, you know, it relates to what's going around. You know, it's like I, it's, I will say, like I per, like of that era, I prefer Monty Python to like SNL yes, from that time period. Yes, like I, but also I. That's tough for me because I grew up on that. Like my dad had all the Monty Python tapes, and we would watch the Monty Python tape. We wouldn't, we wouldn't watch. He wasn't into SNL, so we wouldn't, we would not watch SNL. But we'd watch the Monty Python movies and the tapes. So that is tinged with nostalgia for me. But just viewing, just viewing Belushi like kind of whatever in the present day without any context, not growing up with nostalgia. Like he didn't see, he doesn't seem like otherworldly talented or something like that, which is what he, by all accounts, was. Like in the book, everyone talks about how incredible he was and oh, how he's he was, loved. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, from that? high school, they knew he was going to be a star. Like he was like the youngest guy in Second City and all this stuff. So, but that's funny because I grew up a Belushi fan. Like my dad was a big fan with Blues Brothers, Animal House. We had the best of Belushi uh, DVD. Actually, I probably a VHS tape and then the DVD, but. Um, the samurai, mm-hmm. I thought like, I, I totally get it because SNL is that one thing that like, it weirdly doesn't hold up, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of because times, a lot of times. And also the thing you forget about SNL is like most of the SNL I watched growing up was on, was the cut down on comedy central. Right. True. Yeah. Cause comedy central would take, you know, your, what, how long is SNL? Like an hour and an a hour half. and a half. And they and cut it to be like 30 an hour minutes. And a half. Yeah. Oh, or, oh yeah, yeah. So like. The blue sheet, like they were only giving you the best stuff, um, but I I love John Blue. I think he was like the funniest guy, um, and my favorite bit of all time with him is uh, little chocolate donuts or little mini. Donuts, oh yeah, ever seen? that's yeah, like that's I think great. the like to this day if I see a donut I call it a, a little chocolate donut. I think yeah, it's the funniest it's thing. Great fucking commercial parody. Yeah, great commercial yeah. parody. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm the same as John. Like, I, I was I was raised on Monty Python and SNL, and we, like cheeseburger, cheeseburger, like all oh. that. So, like my my no Coke, uh, my my fa- yeah, my, my yeah, father. I, I just watched that sketch, and I'm like, I don't get the sketch at all. Well, in that I, sketch, I, in that sketch, Bill Murray is incredible. Like, Bill Murray yeah. has a little bit, and I'm like, oh my god, he's so funny the way he the way he works. But Belushi, I'm just like, hey, you're just I don't know. Just, no, no, man, I, I, I love Belushi. And I mean, also, the, like, you know what's uh, fun? You know, I'm, I'm yeah. sure, I'm, I'm sure, I'm wrong about this. By the way, like, I'm sure he was. If you were in that time, I'm sure he was genius. This is, oh, this yeah. is not like my turkey take where I'm sure I'm right. I'm yeah. just, I'm just more asking, just because I, I just don't have the context. So. Yeah, and I think, like, obviously, like the people that have, like, he begat Chris Farley 
and that big, you know, exactly. he was exactly. he was the big energy guy that came in like a wrecking ball and sm- you know, his his lane was not he never played the straight guy. He always played this wild big guy, and I think that was his thing. But you know what's funny? I tried watching some Monty Python a couple months ago. Doesn't hold could, up. Could not get through it. Yeah. Literally, like we tried watching the movies hold up more than the TV show. Like Holy Grail absolutely holds up. No, we tried watching Holy Grail and it I is just rewatched it like very recently. Oh, it's oh. and also the Ruddles is I mean, I'm obsessed with the Beatles, but the Ruddles is like the parody of the Beatles story. It's I just watched it on Thanksgiving. I, I was a you know, couple edibles deep, but uh <laughs> I, it's, it was uh still fantastic. I think like those guys were so ahead of their time. I, I think my thing with Monty Python is the segments that we remember are still amazing. You know, the the, the sure. night with a missing leg, you know, like the, the like all that stuff stuff. It's all the the pacing in between those parts I guess is that. like the slowest, most and it's quiet and it's so dry that you're kinda like, ah. that was that to me was the hard part of getting through it. Not not I mean, the there, highlights. I, same goes for SNL. Like there's some oh, really just like horrible, horrible sketches, especially yeah. in the 70s. Yeah, there they just, is. They just they let those things breathe back in the day. Oh, they did. Yeah. The, <laughs> cheeseburger, the, the cheeseburger sketch is there's like a minute and a half before there's a laugh. And it's yes. just like yeah. I was just like and it's purposeful. Like, oh, we're just kind of setting this up. And I'm like, yeah. wow. Right. Um, but Monty Python, there is a sketch, the argument sketch, which I think is a perfect sketch, like the argument sketch is like a perfectly written sketch. Like if you're teaching sketch comedy or something, like look that sketch up, it's, it's incredible. I think, uh, I think it still holds it. But yeah. yeah. The rest did of the stuff, guys, I can't speak to. Did you guys ever watch uh, Faulty Towers with John Cleese? Sure. I did. Oh, I think I think that's one of the best shows. Yeah, my dad worked for PBS. So I was like, I was spoon fed oh, all that right. shit. Oh, dude. <laughs> dude. Damn, Ken Burns. You, you watch Oh yeah, absolutely. Race- dude, love the Ken Burns. Love Ken Burns. Yeah. Hey, I used to work at, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Philly. WQED, WQED in Pittsburgh. I used to, I used to, oh, I used to be the in, premier, I, uh, yeah. Mr. Rogers, used, baby. Dude, all my mentors used to work for Mr. Rogers. That's amazing. That's, that's how I, uh, learned to shoot was, uh, Mark Nobile who went to Russia with, uh, a funny story. I'll tell you the story. Cause why not? Um, Mark was shooting something in Russia with. Mr. Rogers. It was the first time, like, this was like height of the Cold War kind of stuff. And that's why right. Mr. Rogers went there. And uh, he tells the story how he was, like, shooting something with them. And he was like, this whole thing is like, he's like, ah, he's complaining. He's, you know, grumpy old man. And he was complaining about this whole thing. And he's like, ah, I just think this is, sh- why are we shooting this, whatever. And he gets a tap on the shoulder. And it's Mr. Rogers. And he turns around. And Mr. Rogers goes, it's not called Mr. Nobile's Neighborhood. And Mark is like, hell yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I'll shut yeah, up now. And got sunned. Yeah, my my dad met him, uh, you know, uh, like several times, just like at um, conferences and stuff. And he said he was exactly how he was on camera. Like, <laughs> that's, that's absolutely the the man he was. And Mr. Like, Rogers is the one guy. We did like- uh, respect from everybody. I mean, everybody like you know, for young listeners, if uh, if you go on YouTube and you you look up um, him testifying before uh, Congress. Uh, I think it was 1969, Congress was going to, you know, one of the millions of times they tried to take away funding from um, public television. And uh, and he goes and, and testifies. And it's one of the most amazing, like, performances I've ever seen, just because 
he completely heartens this like grizzled like sourpuss senator like in in a in a matter of minutes and and the guy basically says like well i think you just got your funding yeah i it's mean a great it's clip. like masterful. it's a tearjerker it's yeah. a tearjerker i love that clip um i once uh had to mic up uh mr rogers wife's mr rogers uh widow had a mm-hmm. Stick a mic up her bra. I had to mm. do that once. That Whoa. was fun. Whoa. Yeah. And then <laughs> talk, about, David, talk about Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. Yeah. And, uh, um, <laughs> David Newell, uh, 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 what's it? Uh, speedy delivery. Uh, um, yeah. Mr. Uh, Miss, uh, Mr. McFeely. Mr. Yeah, McFeely. Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard. Yeah. Luke, uh, Luke Kennard. Yeah. Luke Kennard's yeah. dad. Uh, <laughs> I once saw him at work. This was a weird one. Take a stir for coffee. You know how like there'll be like a whole mm-hmm. tray of them. Mm-hmm. Stirred his coffee and then put the dirty one back in with the clean ones. Oh, gangster! Oh. And I saw it. Hey, it was dude. like my childhood. Oh, Mister McDirty. <laughs> recycle, hey, recycle, ruined. reduce, reuse. Come on. Man. Yeah, never, never meet your heroes, folks. <laughs> uh, and uh, my other mentor, yeah, yeah. Joe Siemens, he worked on. He said that those guys were all Joe Siemens. Okay. Was his name. Oh, right. yeah. Those guys were always on uh, acid during the show. Sure. Oh, literally, they'd be taking acid during. Oh yeah, well, which yeah, the do- the do- the doc like you see like all these hippie guys like talking yeah. about like like working uh working on the show. Yeah, that's great. Nice. And, yeah, the doc it, the doc the doc is fantastic too. If you haven't seen the doc on and, Mr. Rogers, and this is a weird weird fun fact. You know, when the trolley comes in, there's like a light that goes mm-hmm. on, and you know, it's like a yellow light that flashes. Joe's mm-hmm. job was to sit under the set and like turn it on and off. It wasn't like programmed. He even just had to turn the power switch Damn. on and off. Practical, Damn. practical Damn. effects. Is, yeah. Hey, everyone, this is this is what this is what it was like before robots took everyone's job. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's right. dude whose job was to flick a light switch probably got paid uh, fifty grand a year with medical. Union Turn the light switch on and off. He probably has a pension. All right. This for is kids who don't know what a pension is. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, for people who wonder why income inequality is rising, well, there used to be jobs where people could just need to flip white light switches, all right? <laughs> oh, all right. Good old days. The good you guys old got days. anything else? I think we can get out of here. I think we can go. I think that's all right. it. Hey, Til season next week. starts soon. Yeah, start yeah. soon. Couple I was weeks. like looking at our kind of like our plan because I because I I thought we were gonna have nothing to talk about uh, today until the uh, until the Westbrook trade happened and the Clippers uh, imploded again. Um, yeah. uh, and I was like, okay, well, we only, it was only three shows before the start of the season and two shows now before the start of the season. So I'm sure we'll be doing some sort of over under bets. And then you got your John's questions. Uh, you know, we got to do that. Oh and, um, yeah, we got to do that. The game. We got to do the John's the John's questions, yeah. and we got to do the the draft. We got to do the uh, whatever yeah. we the the win the win the win pool draft. Yep. Yep. Oof. So yeah, yeah, the season's well, starting soon. Yeah. Can't Good wait. stuff. Can't wait. All right. Uh, until next week, keep hooping. Keep, keep hooping. hooping.